What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. The weather is heating up, which means summer is almost here. Macy's is my go-to place for summer fashion, and I'm getting so excited just looking at Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside essentials. Macy's has everything you need for any summer occasion, your summer trip, wedding, or graduation. Macy's has you covered. You can shop all your favorite brands like DKNY, Michael Kors on 34th, shop at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right. So this week's Thursday Therapy, we've got Connell Barrett. So he is the founder of Dating Transformation. He is a dating coach for men uh, who works with clients all over the world. He, so he has the website. He's been basically in the friend zone forever and he has transformed many men's lives in the dating world. Uh, he's in New York and he helps his clients get more dates, grow more confident, find love with bright, beautiful women like y'all. So let's get him on and then maybe ask him a few questions of what we can do too. Well, y'all can do in the dating world. Hey, Connell. Nice to meet you. Hey, um, I'm really excited to talk to you. We'll just jump right in because when I was reading your breakdown, I'm like, okay, I've heard. So one of my girlfriends has done a dating coach and I was just so intrigued by the dating coach. I'm like, tell me more about it. What did she have you do? What, what was the things that she said not to do? And, but I've never heard of an actual like men, man targeted dating coach, but I love how, how you write in the thing. It said, um, Chances are you struggle in this area. You see women you want to talk to, but anxiety and self-doubt hold you back. Or maybe you do meet attractive women, but they'll either reject you or banish you to the friend zone. And you say, I've been there. Hell, I owned a condo there. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, he's been friend zone. <laughs> I was a friend zone oligarch. I was the, I, had, I owned the whole city. Absolutely. So what was the, like, why did you think you stayed there? Did you not feel like you had the confidence to break out from the, is that where the, the first piece kind of lacks for men in those situations where they're just like, okay, I know I can at least be a friend. So this is comfortable here. Let me just stay here. Yes. So many men are afraid to take a romantic risk and to have their authentic self rejected. So a lot of men get in the friend zone, Mm -hmm. not because they're not great, attractive men with a lot to offer, but because they're afraid to sort of put a card or two on the table and say, hey, I I like you, I wanna take you on a date. Instead, they play it safe, they act like they're your friend, just your friend, or your buddy. 
as opposed to saying, hey, I, I think I, uh, I might have a crush on you. You're totally my type. Would you like to maybe go out sometime and, and grab a drink, wind down? And a lot of guys are just afraid that that kind of vulnerability will get rejected. But it's actually that kind of vulnerability that is the gateway to a real genuine connection. Right. And I'm, and I'm, I'm listening to that and like my almost rejection goes, oh my gosh, but then to say that and then you get rejected, ugh, what a, what a, what a like crappy feeling that is too. So how do you kind of coach your people to go, you might get rejected, you might not. And what do you do with both of those pieces? I don't think in the courtship part of dating, I don't believe rejection exists. Huh. It's not rejection. I look at it as information. Not everybody is going to be my type or your type. Some people like the Beatles. Some people love the Stones. And if they're like, hey, I'm going to listen to the Stones and not the Beatles, the Beatles are still the greatest band ever, in my opinion. So in dating, if a man walks up to a woman at a bar and he shoots a, a shot, he lets her know he's interested and wants to talk to her. If she pushes back and says, hey, I'm not really interested, what I want him to know is there's, it's not really rejection. She doesn't know you well enough to reject you. Mm-hmm. Now, if your partner of five years wakes up one day and says, hey, you know what? I'm not in love with you anymore, and I'm going to leave you for Fabio. Okay, that is rejection. It's Fabio. <laughs> okay. Fabio, thank you. <laughs> okay. My, my Ohio accent's coming Michigan, out. so that's why, Sandia. well, no, oh, I'm from, right. so I was like, he's, I'm, that's my, that was my next question. Are you from Michigan? But Ohio, that, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I tell my guys, hey, it's not rejection. She doesn't even know you. Even if you have a date, you might find out you two don't fit as people. You might want different things. But the biggest mistake that men make that creates the fear of rejection is giving to giving into the story that if a woman doesn't want to date me, that means I'm not enough. That means I don't have worth. And quite the opposite. I think as as long as you take a good, empathetic, authentic action and take a shot at love, what's more attractive and more worthwhile to a single man than that? I think it's the actions you take that actually help make you a man of value as opposed to whether or not somebody gives you that validation. It's nice to have a wonderful, incredible woman say, yeah, let's go out. But I don't want a guy to feel like he needs that to feel happy from, from the inside. Absolutely. Okay. So as a, a, a man or men, a dating coach, a male dating coach, um, what, what is one of the red flags that you tell your clients that a woman might do if you're dating, Mm. like dating and you're like, Hey, kind of watch out for this. Red flags that a woman might do. This is not a personality trait red flag. This is a flirting roadblock to watch out for. A lot of women I found love to talk about dating on a date. Really? They like like to talk about the topic itself. Okay. And that is a very seductive topic to talk about. But if you talk about dating too much on a date, whether it's past relationships or the whole, what do you want? What do I want? What do you want conversation? I tell guys, beware of getting sucked into that conversation loop because that doesn't help you to connect as people. It's kind of like talking about why a joke is funny. If you talk about the joke too much, if you dissect the frog, you kill the frog. If you talk about dating too much on a date, then you're probably going to kill the connection or at least stifle the potential romantic sparks the two of you might have. So that's a, that's a flirting red flag that I help my guys avoid. 
we don't want to talk too much about dating on dates because you should be talking about the two of you and finding out how your personalities dovetail. That makes sense. I, I, I guess I, I would probably be annoyed if a dude or and vice versa, if a guy just heard when I was dating just about all the people that we were either a going on dates with, but I will say, is it okay to, cause there's definitely things that I would say like, this isn't what I don't want again. Yeah. Is that okay? When you oh, go out yeah. with someone? I'm, I'm not saying a guy should just shut a woman down when the topic comes up. Not at all. Especially right. me. So I met my partner, Jess, while I was out dating, obviously. And as a dating coach, it's normal to talk. The most normal thing in the world is to talk about dating. So it's totally fine to talk about it for a little while. But I just wouldn't go down that rabbit hole too much on first dates. It's better to talk about TV shows, movies, your family. Oh, see, that stuff is that, that sounds just so just not meaty enough. Like that would be, I feel like that would not grip me enough. Like I want to know someone's <laughs> traumas and they're like, what, I don't know. Is that like a bad thing? Like, I don't know. I just, no. cause I'm like, I don't really care what your favorite color is to be honest with you. Like that's, I want to know, like, have you done the work? Are you doing the work? What do you like? <laughs> what is like, what, what's your biggest lessons? What did you, I don't know. Is that just, oh, no. am I the worst first day? <laughs> well, no, you're to- I totally agree with you. Now you're talking about two people learning how they've grown, changed. Okay. Uh-huh. lessons. One of my favorite questions that I used to ask on dates and now I have my clients ask is I have them ask their date, hey, if you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice, what would you say to her 10 years ago? Okay. And then the two of you start talking about lessons and growing. So I'm 100% on board with you there. Yeah, I used to, my, my big one was what, 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 less, what was the biggest lesson you learned from maybe a mistake or like, I, I don't like to live with regrets, but it's some kind of mistake that you was like, okay, this was the lesson I learned from that. And if someone's like, well, I haven't really done anything. Then I'm like, you're done. Oh, they're full of shit. <laughs> you're out. Yeah, they're lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, we've all done shit that we are not proud of. So, and we've learned lessons from it. So if you can't know that you've done that and not owned it, you have not done an ounce of anything. Well, owning up to past mistakes or lessons is just owning up to being a human yeah. and being vulnerable, which is really attractive, being authentic, which is what I'm all about, just telling the truth and also showing a person how you messed up and hopefully grew from it. I, one of my, uh, I, I told this story many times. I had a, my, my, my one marriage was a nine week marriage. Oh, I've had a one, a, I've had one of those. <laughs> Can you beat me? Is it, was it nine weeks or was it more or less? It was one week. <laughs> Whoa, she, okay. You, you just, you just beat my record. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. 
So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. But tell me about your nine week. I'm so intrigued. I thought I was the only crazy one with that. A one week. Wow. I feel humbled now. I got to step up. <laughs> but I'm nine weeks So Tell me about that. Like, how long were you with the person? And then hold on. Let me make a note. Get married for two <laughs> days this weekend. Okay. Um, so I married, I married my grad school and then beyond grad school sweetheart. Aww. After What's five her name, or six like Sarah? years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She seems like a Sarah from Ohio, just really sweet. You probably yeah. broke her heart. She was actually one of one of a couple different Chris's I dated. So okay, there we go. That tracks. In the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the nine week marriage was uh, was both of it was it was on both of us. Neither mm-hmm. of us wanted to get married. Mm-hmm. She was on this track of being in a relationship and getting married. Sure. I was so riddled with self doubt, and I thought I was so unattractive to women. I thought, well. She's the one woman who seems to want to be with me. I guess I'll get married because if I don't, Aww. I'll end up alone or having to settle. And so I said, well, I may as well get married to her. We had this big Catholic wedding. Oh. And she left me or said, hey, this was a mistake uh, n- exactly nine weeks later. The joke I made at the time was the marriage was over so fast that we fought for custody of the wedding cake. <laughs> not as fast as yours but really fast but did and you so, feel that same thing though I mean I know you now go yeah okay you were young you didn't feel but in that moment did you feel rejection or did you feel like yeah I, I agree with Chris or whatever her name I, is? at the time I didn't agree mm-hmm. because I was so caught up in my own issues of well she's my only option if she leaves me then I'm alone so sure. I tried to quote unquote fight for it about three actually about a month later as I'm driving back to my graduate school, I felt this giant weight had been lifted. And that's when I realized, oh, mm. she did, we did the right thing. Thank God she instigated it. If it wasn't for her, we might've been married for years 
in a marriage that should not have really ever happened. So I'm so thankful to her for having the strength to say, hey, we made a mistake. Let's call a, a nine-week mulligan here. Yeah. And now Jess, that you've, how long have you been with her for? Oh, we've been together for almost two years. What do you think she would say was your biggest, when you guys started dating, your biggest turnoff maybe to her? Because if you're, because if you're a dating coach, you know, I'm like, we don't, those people, so therapists, we think they have it all figured out, but usually there's something that they do. Like they don't do it perfectly. Right. So what did you kind of, if you could go back into that dating situation with Jess and go, Oh, I wish I would have done this. Or did you just do it to a T like you tell your clients? Well, the biggest thing about me that bothered her was when she saw my apartment, she said, are you ever going to finish decorating your apartment? (laughs) I had, I didn't have blinds up. I had almost no furniture and I thought, oh, that's fine. I'm a dude. So that was, that's actually the biggest problem she ever vocally told me she had with me. Uh, in terms of our actual relationship, um, knock on wood, she hasn't said there are any giant yellow flags or red flags okay. other than maybe the lack of kitchenware I still need to buy. So <laughs> I have a lot of those guy traits, um, but that's the main thing. The big the okay. big. The big, I, I actually did have a dating epiphany. Okay, while let's hear it. I was, while I was, while she and I were first dating. I think there's only four or five core ways that all people flirt. This is going to be my second book, actually. Because your first book is, 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 remind me of the first book again. Uh, it's called Dating Sucks, But You Don't. Dating Sucks, yeah, but you don't, yeah, okay. It's a book for men. It's basically a book for introverted men who are kind of nice, nerdy, but just never had dating confidence. Okay. And now the second one, this is the idea that you're wanting to write about this, this epiphany. All right, let's hear it. The second book, which is for everybody, men and women of all uh, sexual proclivities, there's really only four or five, about four or five core ways to flirt. And one of the ways that I realize I'm really good at flirting. And so is my partner, Jess, is one of the categories is verbal banter. Some Mm -hmm. people just love verbal banter, puns, teasing each other. Think of a rom-com. You've started many, right? The the kind of couple who has that rom-com banter. Mm-hmm. And when I was going out with Jess, I realized, why is our chemistry so incredible? What is it about it? And I realized we just loved to banter. She even mm-hmm. texted me. I'm sitting in the bar for our first date. She texted me saying, by the way, I'm really loving our banter. And we still banter and flirt right now the way we did when we first met. So the epiphany, the aha moment I had that once I get off my butt and write it will be my second book is how there's only five ways to flirt. And once you, anyone understands what your, how you like to flirt and you understand how the person you're on a date with likes to flirt, if you get on that same frequency, you can really make sparks happen. Mm-hmm as opposed to sort of miscommunicating. Have you ever had a date where on paper you thought he was amazing, Mm -hmm. but you just couldn't click. You couldn't Mm -hmm. make it click. Yep. And that's something really interesting too, because I I can tend to be a little uh, much and not aggressive, but I'm sarcastic. And then again, even sometimes with my questions, I can come off probably a little too much, a little Mm -hmm. too soon. So if that other person doesn't have that same kind of energy that also is like, whoa, or, or my sarcasm, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm from Michigan. I'm just fun. And we're like, ah, like, you know, Michigan girls. And so yeah. I'm just like, 
But with my fiance, our banter is, I think, one of my favorite things about our relationship is because we just, we take the piss out of each other. Like we, we joke, we have okay. fun, we laugh, we're, but like we both know there's that we know where the line is to not go over. And then we know, we know where to stay. Cause sometimes it's like, I think people t- go over the line where it's like, Hey, that actually hurt my feelings are making or our banter, but where, how we talk to each other and how we communicate and how we banter back and forth. is just like, it's fun. It's cute. It's flirty. It's, it's sarcastic. It's, it's feisty. And that's the first relationship where it's been met the same. Right. Yeah, so, so I like that. I, I read that as saying that you probably as your core flirting frequency, flirting language is verbal banter, that verbal sparring, which makes total sense. Mm-hmm. You're an actor, you're a singer, you're a podcast host, you are a very verbal person. And so it totally makes sense that you would click and connect verbally with a person like that. But imagine a guy goes on a date with somebody like you and you're off the charts <laughs> with your wit teasing, giving him shit, and he's another frequency is emotional connection. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have your verbal skills. He just wants to connect about favorite movies, puppies, things you have in common. You might not want to do that on a first or second date. I'm date. so bored already. <laughs> Boom. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. so, here, so, so here we have an example of two people who might be incredible for each other's lives. And you might be great on paper. But if you don't flirt on the same frequency or so, most here's a secret. Most men can't flirt at all. They just, they don't even know anything about flirting, let alone. Oh, I, do, I don't know. I feel like that's, I feel like they, they do. Some are very, very good with it. Like they know what they're doing. They can just, well, I guess my guys, my guys come guy. to me because they struggle, but you probably <laughs> meet men who are more on point. Um, I think they're just they're, more calculated. They can be a little, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't flirt. And I'm like, Meh. yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But one of the back to the friend zone issue that a lot of men struggle with, a lot of times a guy goes on a date with a woman and he's really excited about dating her. The conversation is fine. There's no awkward pauses. He thinks it goes well. Mm -hmm. Then the next day he nervously checks his phone and gets that dreaded, hey, Jerry, it was great meeting you. You seem like a nice guy, but just didn't feel a connection. And often that's because she was on one flirting frequency, he was on another or not on any of them. And she just didn't feel what she wanted to feel in a potential partner. So what I want to do is help men and women in my second book, be able to just know, hey, here's how I flirt. Here's my strength. Right. And here's how I figure out what the other person's flirting language is so I can get us together on the same page to see if we really want to make love. That's cool. I like that. I think that's that's going to do really well. I mean, because that makes sense. I've never even thought about it that way with comparing it to the love languages. So I think that's, that's really cool. Thank you. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. 
APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. For the girls that are listening, too, and they have that friend zone guy, right? Okay, let's say one scenario is they, obviously they know that they probably, that one friend zone guy probably wants more. What is the nice way to break it to them without just breaking their heart? That's option. That's, that's one scenario. And the other scenarios is what if this girl too wants more and she's afraid to ask for more because he's not asking. And so they're, they're both stuck in just this, like maybe friends with benefits or they're mm. just in that, okay, both of us are not saying something. So does she make the first move? Do you wait for the guy? Like, will the guy come around? Or what do, what do you do when you're both kind of in that, I don't know, friend zone, but want more? If it's the first scenario where she okay. just isn't feeling it, then I think the kindest way to let somebody down is to shut the door firmly but gently. Mm. So she might say something like, "It's okay." and here's the thing that really hurts when somebody turns you down. It's misinterpreting that turning down as you're not attractive, you're not worthy of somebody like me. That is the, that's really the big bad wolf. Every, everybody on some level fears, oh, am I enough? Am I attractive? Do I have worth? Am I good enough for love? So if you're going to, if you have to let somebody down, you could basically say sort of like, um, uh, give it a little sugar, say, hey, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed going on these one or two dates with you. You're clearly a fantastic guy. However, I just, I'm just not feeling the connection that I need to feel in the chemistry. But I know you're going to find somebody amazing who's as great as you, and I think we should call it here. Mm-hmm. And that 
pushback or that, you know, letting them down easy makes it not about, hey, you're not good enough for me. It just makes it like it's a chemistry issue, which it might actually be. So it still might sting, but that's a gentle way to do it. Now, in terms of a woman who is just not getting what she wants from a guy, like, can you give me a hypothetical just so I can answer you as best I can? So a girlfriend of mine has someone, they're like a friends with benefits, but they're friends, like I said, with benefits. But I think she wants more. She doesn't know if he wants more. So what if mm-hmm. that, it's that in between gray? Like, does she say something or does she wait for the guy? She, he's putting, he's putting her in a tough position where she basically has to come, come forward and put a card on the table and say, Hey, uh, I would t- basically tell him what she wants. Hey, I would like to see you this often, or I'm looking for a relationship. Do you see this going to that place? Uh-huh. And, it would be nice if he had taken that lead or was taking that lead, but he's not. Okay. He's a guy. He's clueless in some ways. <laughs> he also <laughs> might just, he might also just be enjoying the casualness of it, the sure. no strings attached aspect. So yes, I would have her go to him and she can text him or she can say it in person, whatever she wants. And I just think there's nothing more powerful than a person with good intention saying, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want this and I want it in a way that's win-win for both of us. Do you want the same thing? It's vulnerable. It's scary, uh, but it might be necessary in her case, especially if the pattern has been set of casual situationship. Dating. Sure. And it might be a case where he doesn't know maybe friends, but I guess friend zone is no sex, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. He's out of the friend zone. He's, mm. She just wants it. She wants him in the relationship. Zone, yeah. So. I think at the end of the day too, what we have to all know is that everyone gets rejected, right? So it's like, I've rejected people. I've been rejected. So I think it's, it's not, and and what you said too, it's, it's not even about rejection. It's about, okay, this just didn't work. And we tried it and, but not to take it on as I'm not good enough because you are, it's just, that wasn't, you just weren't for that person. And that person wasn't really for you. So they did you a favor in the end too. Yeah. I I have an advanced how to make him your boyfriend tip. Oh, okay. Okay. Just, just popped in your mind. Right. This is more show, not tell. So tell is, Hey, this is what I want. What do you want? And logical is good for men because men are logical robots, but I show can be really powerful as well. So instead of telling him what you want, you can show him by inviting him to do boyfriend, girlfriend activities with you. So getting out of the dating or the just sex mindset, or I should say dating pattern, invite him to join you for yoga class, invite him to go shopping with you, ask him if he needs to buy any new shirts, and your services are available to to help you find some new shirts. There's a holiday Christmas party coming up. I don't know. Do you want to come? Yes. Introduce him, if you haven't already, to your social circle. Show him what it would be like if you were the woman in his life, and then he might feel what he needs to feel and and realize, wow, the way she's talking to my boss, she's so intelligent. We just, (laughs) we fit together. Wow. I think we need to, I think we need to make this official or exclusive. So perhaps the show don't tell technique is more powerful. Show is going to be more powerful than tell with a lot of men. Sure. Okay. I like that. Well, those are some really good tips. And then where can 
where can men especially find you? And then where can our girls come find some, do some inter digging on you? <laughs> <laughs> My website is datingtransformation.com. And that's where anybody can find out more about me. And uh, I specialize in basically, how I coach my younger self. I coach introverts, nice guys, and nerds. I say that as a card-carrying nerd. And uh, basically, I help those kinds of guys find some confidence and get a great partner. And do it all with authenticity. Do it all without any toxic pickup sketchiness. Because uh, I just believe that your most authentic self is going to be what attracts the best partner for you. So datingtransformation.com is my website. And uh, that's plenty for now. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we got to finally do this. So thank you so much. Really appreciate you. No, my pleasure. Okay. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.